It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Scott Wetzel and Ben Stevens. For one final time, it is a football Friday in the 2023 NFL regular season. Week 18 is on the horizon. A doubleheader to start the end of Week 18 action on Saturday. A full 14-game Sunday slate around the National Football League on Sunday. Scott Wetzel and Ben Stevens here for the next hour up until 1 p.m. Eastern time where Scott is Week 19 time where outcomes will determine playoff berths, postseason positioning, even divisional championships. All of that in store and at the final weekend of the NFL regular season in 2023. That's amazing. 20 teams, Ben, still in contention to win the Super Bowl. That's the most this late in the season in the last 41 years. You mentioned it. We got four divisions, oddly enough, AFC and NFC East divisions, as well as the AFC and NFC South divisions uh, up for grabs. Crazy lines this week, right? We got eight road favorites. We have five other teams as home favorites of three and a half points or less, uh, except for Jets and Patriots and Kansas City and Chargers. Something is on the line, whether it's making a playoff spot or, or seedings. So well, we got the seven win totals on the line as well. Philly, Jacksonville, Seattle, Buffalo, Denver, Chicago, and Arizona all needing wins to go over. So many motivational keys for this week. Is it a playoff? Is it postseason positioning? Are you trying to hunt down a divisional title? How does that impact what we do from a handicapping perspective? How does it impact the bets for the final weekend of this 2023 NFL regular season? We welcome our Sports Grid Radio audience on Sirius XM Channel 159. 159 on Sirius Sam is the home for Sports Grid Radio. It's football full circle. He is Scott Wetzel. I am Ben Steele. Eight minutes, a full preview of all 16 games, the two on Saturday, the 14 on Sunday, in chronological order to get you set for everything you need to know, week number 18. Scott, of the 16 games, only two spots, the New York Jets and the New England Patriots, Las Vegas Raiders, where those two teams in those two matches Matchups have each 
eliminated from postseason contention. Elsewhere, at least a team that will play in the playoffs or a team that needs to win a game for their postseason spot. We start, Scott, with the doubleheader on Saturday. In Pittsburgh, the Steelers, or excuse me, in Baltimore, it's Pittsburgh and Baltimore. The Ravens versus the Steelers in AFC North rivalry. The Steelers need a win and then some help elsewhere around the AFC to earn a playoff berth in that conference. The Baltimore Ravens have already clinched the number one overall seed. Lamar Jackson orders for the flock on Saturday will get an extra day and an extra week of rest. Scott, we saw when that announcement was made earlier this week that Lamar Jackson, the NFL MVP frontrunner by a good margin, would sit out. That Pittsburgh ballooned to a four-point road favorite. Well, the market is starting to buy back. That is always competitive. The Steelers enter the weekend a three-point favorite to kick off week number 18 tomorrow afternoon in the Charm City. Yeah, now it's up to four in some circles, right? Not a good spot for the Pittsburgh Steelers. It really bad. If you look at trends, throw out all the incentives and who's playing, who's not playing, all that other stuff. If you just look at the trends, not good for Pittsburgh's side of things. Uh, Ravens, 20-4 and four against the spread last 24 times as an underdog. In this series, the underdog, 23-5-3 last 31 games, which is just amazing to me. Uh, road favorites, Pittsburgh, 31 4 40 and two against this spread. Here's, here's a little quirky thing, though, for you about way, maybe they waited a little too long with Mason Rudolph. You know, Ben, in, in 11 career starts, Mason Rudolph has had seven or six times two touchdowns or more. Six out of 11 games. You know, Kenny Pickett in 24 career starts has had multiple touchdowns once. I don't know what mm. took them so long to get the Mason Rudolph and why they decided to go with Mitch Trubisky when Pickett went down. But that's where you're going to look at it and say, wow, you know, if they were to win this game and Buffalo beats Miami and Pittsburgh not gets in, you know, you look at the two losses, Arizona and, and, uh, and New England for sure. But, you know, why did you lose? You know, why, why did you not start Mason Rudolph in those games? So a lot of numbers point to Baltimore. I don't know if they win, but as we've talked about, I think they're going to cover the spread. I think this is going to be a close game. Last uh, 17 yeah. games between these two teams, 14, 14 were decided by seven points or less. I think this is going to be a field goal yeah. game. Every game of the last seven between the Ravens and the Steelers decided by a touchdown or less. Four of the last five, a field goal or less. Around the marketplace, there's three and a half. There's fours on the FanDuel Sportsbook on this. Friday, it sits at a flat three in favor of the Steelers, who this year, Scott, as a favorite for Pittsburgh, just three and three straight up and against the spread. The Steelers just need to win straight up and outright to keep their playoff hopes alive entering Sunday and maybe even what happens on Saturday. The nightcap of the doubleheader ends in Indianapolis. It's the Colts and the Texans. Scott, it's rather simple for these two teams entering this football game win and you are in the winner of this game between Houston and Indy will earn a playoff berth in the AFC and actually keep their chances alive of winning the AFC South divisional crown and Scott for a win and in game this is what you can ask for Houston favorite minus 116 money line on the road in Indianapolis the Colts at minus 102 a win and your end game Scott decided by 14 cents of difference on the money line so tell us who wins you know I'm gonna flip 
Uh, I, I can't find anybody that likes the uh, Indianapolis Colts. I, I'm going to go with the opposite picks approach. I liked Houston. I've said Houston many times <laughs> to this question. I, I'm flipping it. I, I'm going to go Indianapolis. They're at home. Uh, Texans have alternated wins and losses their last seven games. Uh, they won last time, so they're due for a loss if you want to buy into that system. But I, I just think, you know, listen, they, to me, they got the better running back, and, and they got the best wide receiver on the field of Pittman. And, and the quarterbacks, all right, maybe you want to give a slight nod to see. Jay Stroud at this point, but you know, I got two of the best three position players, and I'm at home with the Indianapolis Colts. I think the Colts find a way to get the win and, and, and ruin everybody's card. Scott, who would have thought? That entering the final weekend of this National Football League regular season, week 18, we would be talking playoff bids in quarterback matchups that feature Pittsburgh's Mason Rudolph against Baltimore's Snoop Huntley, Houston's rookie C.J. Stroud against Indianapolis's QB Gardner Minshew. But that's what we have. It's been a story of significance all year long in the NFL. Significant quarterback injuries that have allowed backups to shine and just some backups making some plays here where other starters get rest weeks entering this regular season finale. The Houston Texans as a favorite, Scott, and normally we talk about trends against the number against the spread here it's just straight up with 14 cents of difference on the money line and a win and in scenario the Texans straight up as a favorite this year four and three straight up winning games outright as the favorite side Indianapolis is in this spot because the Colts have won five of their last seven games but all five games they have won Scott they have been booked as the favorite never more than a field goal but booked as the favorite covering in four of the five as an underdog straight up this year, Indy is just three and seven. That's the Saturday doubleheader with plenty more wrinkles for the rest of week 18 coming your way up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Calling all operatives. From now to March 30th, MGM National Harbor invokes your skills to play Covert Cash, a spy-themed kiosk game series where classified missions, hidden rewards, and daily thrills await. Sign up for MGM Rewards to play and unlock up to $25,000 in hidden free play daily and entries into our grand escape car drawing on March 30th. Visit MGMNationalHarbor.com slash Covert Cash to begin your mission. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Scott Wetzel and Ben Stevens. 
Live right here on Football Full Circle, we continue to preview the Week 18 slate around the National Football League. We went through the doubleheader on Saturday. Again, what is at stake in the two games to kick off the finale of the regular season? Week 18, the Steelers and the Ravens in a no-love-loss type of rivalry in the AFC North. Baltimore has already clinched the number one overall seed in the AFC. Pittsburgh booked as the favorite because the Ravens are going to be playing a ton of their reserves. The Steelers need a win and then some help elsewhere in the AFC to earn a playoff berth. Between Houston and Indianapolis in the nightcap in Indy, the winner of that game earns a playoff bid and stays in the hunt for an AFC South divisional crown. From the AFC South, Scott, to the NFC South as we dive into the full 14-game Sunday slate around the National. National Football League in Week 18. We start with New Orleans and Atlanta. In the Big Easy, the Saints a three-point home favorite against the Atlanta Falcons. Total at 42.5. The winner of this game, Scott, does stay in the hunt for an NFC South Divisional Championship, but both would need a loss from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. New Orleans can also see the postseason with a win and then some help from the Packers losing and the Seahawks losing as well. The Saints booked as a full field goal favorite at home Scott what do you expect in New Orleans on Sunday afternoon I'm, you know, I'm going to continue to go on the Saints bandwagon, even though the numbers, we've pointed them out all year long. They're just not good. It's going to be a long time before they will be good. Dennis Allen, 23 and 46 straight up as a head coach. Not much better against the spread. His team's coming off a win, Ben, which they had last week at Tampa Bay. 4-16 and 2. That, that is just horrible. Uh, a losing team. You think he would fare well against losing teams? No, 15-22 and 1 against division opponent 6-14 and 2. How is this guy still a head coach? He might not be after this game. I think the Saints will win. I'm surprised they're only a three-point home favorite, but the boys in Vegas look at these against the spread numbers. They do look at these trends. No two ways about it. And you just can't bet on, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of times anyway, on, on the New Orleans yeah. Saints in, in these spots. But this time, I will. Falcons are as dead as dead can be as well. Arthur Smith doesn't have great numbers either. Saints on a little bit of a role here nice win last week give me the saints to keep their season alive you know what the worst number for Arthur Smith is, Scott? His record on the road the last two seasons as the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. The Dirty Birds on the road over the last two years under Arthur Smith are now 3-15 and 15 straight Ooh. up in a game they need to win straight up, booked as a three-point underdog after last week's 20-point drubbing at the hands of the Bears at Soldier Field. Meanwhile, New Orleans got a big victory last weekend to stay in the chase for the NFC South, South knocking off the Buccaneers years on the road in Tampa. The Saints like to win games and like to do so ugly. If the Saints are going to win and maybe even cover, despite being 3-8-1 and one against the spread as the favored side, I would say points are at a premium. 42.5 is that total. But again, Scott, New Orleans and Atlanta both only can win the NFC South with a win in that game and a loss from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Bucs on the road in Charlotte, a 4.5 point favorite against the Carolina Panthers. The over-under, 37 and a half. It's simple for the Buccaneers a win and they claim the NFC South Divisional Crown once again. Four and a half point spread. A little bit square. What do you think happens in Charlotte between the Panthers and the Bucks? 
Well, one quickie on Atlanta and Carolina and uh, in New Orleans as well. Just just to put their seasons into perspective, how disappointing a year it was. They had some of the lowest win totals, eight and a half and nine and a half, yeah. by far the easiest schedules been in the in the NFL. That's why their win totals were even that high, and they're both going to fall under despite having that easy yeah. schedule. Wow. Uh, I've got right Tampa Bay. I, I think they win. I think they cover four and a half. Uh, not not that that big of a number. Bucks, believe it or not, seven and one against the spread on the road this year. Now a lot of that was as underdogs, not as road favorites. Uh, Panthers uh, and Arizona, for that matter, listed as underdogs for all their games this season, which is pretty pathetic. Two and fourteen they are. Five, ten, and one against the spread. Bucks are eight and eight straight up. Ten and six against the spread. I got the team that needs the win. A team that's playing out the string. No Frank Reich. Um, they are four and one. Uh, two and three straight up, and, and four and one against the spread since they fired Reich. But I, I think Tampa Bay goes down there. They laid a big fat egg this past week. I think that's going to help the situation. A little bounce back yeah. spot for them. I like the Bucks. Yeah, I like the Bucks as well. Four and a half points is interesting. The Carolina Panthers booked as an underdog in every game this year. Now four, ten, and two against the spread. Scott, only the Buccaneers with a victory here could be that NFC South champion for a third consecutive year with a winning record. The Saints could do the same. If the Falcons win and the Buccaneers lose, we will have for the second consecutive season an NFC South champion with a sub-500 record. The Buccaneers going over that win total. They actually had the lowest number entering the year in the NFC South even behind this Panthers team Scott which speaks to how disastrous of a season it has been for Carolina lack of development maybe even regression for Bryce Young firing Frank Reich after only 11 games culminating with the owner David Tepper tossing a drink on a Jacksonville Jaguars fan and being fined $300,000 an uncomfortable and uncertain offseason ahead for the Panthers where they don't even get the benefit of being a bad football team and a high first round draft picks got a couple of spots on the Sunday slate in that early window that don't really have much of an impact on the playoff picture that includes in Cincinnati between the Bengals and the Browns since he booked as a full touchdown favorite yeah Cincinnati a full touchdown favorite the over under 37 and a half it's because Scott Cleveland regardless of what happens this weekend in this game or around them is firmly into that five spot the top wild card seed in the AFC Joe Flacco will get a week of rest for the 38-year-old veteran. It could not come at a better time, but a seven-point number, Scott, in favor of the Bengals. You got a thought in this game in Cincy? Yeah, what, one last pile of dirt on Carolina's grave. You know, Ben, I, I think I brought this up with you. Uh, do, you do so many shows, you forget who you say what these things do, right? You realize the Carolina Panthers have not run one play in the fourth quarter of any game in which they've had the lead. The two wins they've had came on last-second field goals. So they, the, the game ended on those two wins. They weren't leading in any of those games. And they they have not had a lead in the fourth quarter of any game this season. And that hasn't happened since 1991 when they started keeping track of that stuff. I, I find that just amazing. I really do. Uh, as far as yeah. Cleveland-Cincinnati, you know, I, listen, I understand it's Flacco and he's old and this and that, but, you know, he's been with the team for a cup of coffee here. I, I'm a little surprised they're not playing him, you know? 
know, I, I know they're, they're resting everything on him, and God forbid he should get hurt. But again, you know, what, what's he had? Four or five games with the Browns. You know, you're not going to play him with just a little bit. Um, he's had five straight games with two touchdowns or more. So just go back to that Kenny Pickett stat I gave you a moment ago. And think about that. Uh, four straight games with 300-yard passing. You know, he's had 13 touchdowns, Ben Flacco has in 20 quarters, right, with the Browns. Put into perspective, Joshua Dobbs in 13 games, he had 13 touchdown passes. Bryce Young in 15 games, he only had 11. Desmond Ritter only 10 in 14 games. So he's had better success in four or five games for the Browns than these guys have had, uh, you know, the entire year, basically. So a little surprise, big rivalry, but it, it is what I, I would probably take the seven with the Browns that I would lay the seven yeah. with Cincinnati. I feel as though, Scott, it's an under game, under 37 and a half. Yeah. I just don't really see a lot of motivation on any side. If the Browns aren't going to put out their best foot, foot forward, I'm not sure how many points they score. And although Jake Browning is going to make the start, maybe looking to make one final statement in Cincinnati as their backup or maybe beyond in the NFL, I just don't really see a ton of points in this football game. I would lean under 37 and a half. Another one of those spots, Scott, on the Sunday early window slate is in New England. A game between two teams that have already been eliminated from postseason contention. It's the Pats and the Jets. New England booked as a slight one-and-a-half point favorite. The over-under is one of the lowest totals we have seen in the last 30 years. It is 30-and-a-half. So my notes for this game were, who cares? Do you have a pick as we come up on the break? I do. I, you know, I buy into trends. Patriots, 23-2 and two last 25 meetings against the Jets. I got to take the wiggle. Mm. Last game for Belichick, maybe, as Patriots head coach as well. There are some ramifications for the Patriots beyond the conclusion of Sunday's regular season finale. That we'll discuss as well as the rest of Week 18 up next on Football Full Circle. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. We got another day of NBA action, so it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every night a watch party only on FanDuel. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Scott Wetzel and Ben Stevens. 
Live right here to continue our previews of the regular season finale around the National Football League. A full 14-game slate on Sunday following a doubleheader to kick off week number 18 on Saturday. Scott, one of the two games across all of week 18 that has both teams facing off who have already been eliminated from playoff contention. Surprisingly, it's the Patriots and the Jets. I don't think either of us would have said that before this year got underway or knowing the history of New England's side. The Pats a one and a half point favorite minus 134 on the money line again that total 30 and a half Scott you mentioned you like the Patriots in this game I will be interested to see what happens after the game with both head coaches I think Robert Sala is coming back but I wonder if there will be some changes with general manager Joe Douglas for Gang Green entering next year where once again all the hopes will reside on the 40 year old quarterback Aaron Rodgers and then with New England is this Bill Belichick's final game in Foxborough that remains to be seen yeah, I mean, you really do for a game that has basically nothing as far as, uh, you know, standings on the line. It really does have some solid trends and some intrigue, which is why I said earlier this week that they could have put this game on a Thursday night. I know they wanted to go, you know, stay away from Thursday night. Why not even a Friday night? You know, you, there's nothing going on, for, uh, you know, tonight either that they could have played this game because there is intrigue. The Belichick situation for sure, right? A lot of speculation. This could be it. Is this team going to be all pumped up? I would think so. You know, Belichick is trying to Trace Shula and Hallis, so you know he's going to have his guys ready to win. If you love trends, boy, you're not going to find better ones than one team dominating another. 15 straight Patriot wins over the Jets, 18 and one their last 19 meetings, and as I mentioned before, 23 and two their last 25 meetings. I mean, that, you know, it's been a while, and a lot of that is Brady. I get that, but you know, a lot of that came against some halfway decent Jet teams, and, and we've been a couple years now post Brady, and they still can't beat them. You know, Robert Salas never. Never won a division road game. He's three and fourteen straight Whoa. up in the division. Six and eleven against the spread. So I mean, everything really does point to New England. If you want to bet the game, and I'll, I'll give you one more totals bet of thirty-seven or less, as this one obviously is. 23-5-1 under since 2020, and a number of those this year. So Patriots in the under seem to be the play. Yeah, I would think so as well. Thirty and a half is that number. Scott, as we keep moving it forward through this NFL Sunday slate, we go back to the AFC South. The Jacksonville Jaguars on the road in Tennessee. At the time of this radio show, we are not all that certain of Trevor Lawrence's status entering Sunday. He's been a limited participant at practice each of the past two days in Duval County. We would expect, Scott, if he's 80-85%, knowing the gamer that he is, last week was the first missed start of his NFL career, that he is going to be out there with the Jacksonville Jaguars needing a win to claim the AFC South win in a divisional championship for Jacksonville for the second consecutive year. The Jags are booked as a three and a half point road favorite in Tennessee on Sunday over under now stands at 41 and a half slightly on the climb from where it was earlier this week at 39 and a half. Scott, what do you see between Tennessee and Jacksonville this upcoming Sunday? You know, believe it or not, trends say the Tennessee Titans, it's going to take more than that for me to put my hard-earned American money on Tennessee, though, but I will tell you, uh, first up, Jaguars with Trevor Lawrence, if he plays, 8-15 and 15 against the spread versus losing teams, which is not a good sign. You think, okay, Jaguars have everything, Tennessee has nothing to play for, Tennessee's going to lose, right? Eh, not necessarily. Dug this little nugget up, Dad. Uh, ben, since 1990, eliminated teams, Tennessee, 
playing teams that are playing for something jacksonville final two weeks of the regular season the eliminated team tennessee 164 and four against the spread so that this week would be Tennessee, it'd be Carolina against the Bucks. it would be the Cardinals against the Seahawks, and it would be the Bears against the Packers. These teams that are playing for nothing, you think are ready to just turn the page and get the season over with, for whatever reason, have done a real good job of these final games. That said, I, I, I love Jacksonville. I hope the line goes even lower. I'll take Jacksonville with C.J. Beathard at three or three and a half, even more so than I would uh, if they announced that Lawrence is going to play. And I bet the line would jump back up to like four and a half, five and a half. Yeah, I think so as well, Scott. I think the total being on the rise is maybe a slight indication that Trevor Lawrence is out there. But for me, it's not about the quarterback conversation for Jacksonville. It's about what the defense is going to put out there against the Tennessee Titans offense that might be starting Ryan Tannehill if Will Levis is healthy, but a defense or an offense, excuse me, in Tennessee that only scored three points last week against Houston. I think this game needs to stay under for Jacksonville to be able to claim the AFC South divisional crown. And despite the total working up, I actually lean the under of 41 and a half. Just quickly here, again, the winner of tomorrow night's game in Indianapolis between the Colts and the Texans, not only earns a playoff berth, Scott, but they also stay in the running for the AFC South Divisional Crown. If Jacksonville loses, the winner of tomorrow night's game will claim the division. Currently, the Texans have the second-best price at plus 390. The Colts are plus 420. Jacksonville remains the odds-on favorite at minus 190. Yeah, um, which coincides with their money line with, with Tennessee, right? Yeah. I, I, like I said, I, I think Jacksonville wins the game. Um, the fact that it's only three and a half is, is kind of scary uh, with or without the, you know, C.J. Beathard or Trevor Lawrence. I mean, they, they should, right? I mean, we say this all the time, but I mean, can they really lose? And, and again, role reversal, like we mentioned yesterday, you know, a couple years ago was the Colts playing the Jaguars with their life on the line last week of the regular season, and Jacksonville won, knocking the Colts out of playoff contention. You'd think they would, you know, use that that is a sense of motivation of like, okay, this Tennessee's not going to roll over. Yeah, again, give me the Jags. You know, if they lose, if they can't even win by more than three and a half against this Tennessee team, which has not looked good, 35 straight games without scoring 30 points, whether it's Tannehill or not, um, then, the, yeah. then the Jags just don't deserve to win. And I'll accept my loss. Let's not forget. Yeah, completely agree, Scott. And let's for not forget where both of these teams have been in the last year and a half in the NFL. Jacksonville seemed as though they were going to run away with the AFC South after 12 weeks, an 8-3 record. Of course, snapped a four-game skid last week against Carolina to still stay the odds-on favorite to win the AFC South this week. Jacksonville won the AFC South last year, winning their final five games of the regular season and could claim the division with a 9-8 record only because Tennessee, who got off to a 7-4 start, lost their last six games of the year in what was a wild season for the Tennessee Titans. In fact, Scott, in the last 23 games for Mike Vrabel's team, they are just 5-18 and 18 straight up. The Titans have fallen off in a big way. I expect Jacksonville to win this game, who, by the way, the Jags are a nine-win football team entering. They have covered in all nine wins this year. Scott, as we keep moving here to the NFC North, two very 
very intriguing games on Sunday. We start with one where the division has already been clinched, so what is the motivation? The Lions, a three-point home favorite against the Minnesota Vikings. The over-under stands at 45-and-a-half. Detroit has already clinched the NFC North. The Lions will host a playoff game in the Motor City for the first time in 30 years since January 1994, and the Lions do have an outside shot of being the second overall seed in the NFC if the Cowboys lose, but Dallas is booked as a two-touchdown favorite on the road against the Washington Commanders. So, Scott, with that three-point spread in favor of Detroit, knowing Minnesota needs a win and then a ton of help to get an NFC postseason berth, what do you expect in this game in the Motor City? Yeah, I think the Lions are going to come out roaring, right? After last week and then what happened with Dallas, I know they're basically playing for nothing, but they got a little, little something on the line. And I think even more so just to get that bad taste, that bad feeling out of their system. Whereas Minnesota, the way they played so poorly at home last week against Green Bay, that, that to me realistically was their Super Bowl. Yeah, they win. They would need a Green Bay loss, Seattle loss, and a Tampa Bay loss yeah. to get in. Uh, that, that's one of the two scenarios. The other one would have three teams losing as well it's basically done for Minnesota I think they really shot their their last shot last week I think the Lions come out and they win by double digits yeah, I would be interested, Scott, to see how Detroit approaches this because of the windows that they play in. The Lions in the early window, Dallas in the late window. Detroit can put some pressure on Dallas. They need to win that football game. The Cowboys have other motivations as well. They need a win over Washington to claim that NFC East divisional crown. So how does Dan Campbell get his roster ready? Will they play strong in the first half? If they're up big, start to rest the starters later into the third and fourth quarters. That remains to be seen. But we know the Lions have won the NFC North division. We know they will host a playoff game. The other NFC North matchup, Scott, is later in the Sunday slate as we get into the afternoon window kicking off around 425 p.m. Eastern time. It's the Packers and the Bears in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Inside Lambeau Field, Green Bay booked as a three-point home favorite against Chicago. The over-under is 45. What a compelling matchup, Scott, for a second consecutive year. Green Bay, a home favorite in its regular season finale, needing just to win the game and get an NFC playoff berth. Last year against the Lions, it did not work out. And what was Aaron Rodgers' final game as a Green Bay Packer? What about in 2023's NFL regular season finale? Yeah, out of all the games in which we have a team that's playing for something versus a team that's not, this is the one for me, Ben, that has the most yeah. intrigue. You got the rivalry. You got the Bears playing well. You know, that awful, awful at the beginning of the year, Bears defense has allowed 20 points or less now in five straight games. They've turned it around. And, you know, they're too bad the season is in 20 games, not 17. Otherwise, this team might actually make the playoffs. Justin Fields playing maybe his best football ever. You mentioned it with the Lions last year doing what the Bears are going to try and do this Sunday I mean can the Packers really lose back-to-back -back years at home against teams playing for nothing wow um, maybe you know Matt LaFleur great at home 27 and 16 against the spread I think the Packers find a way to get it done yeah, Green Bay only been booked as a favorite four times this year. Two and two straight up, one and three against the number. But these two franchises, these two fan bases, they don't really care for each other. We'll continue the preview of Week 18 up next here on Football Full Circle. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. We got another day of NBA action. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every night a watch party only on FanDuel. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Scott Wetzel and Ben Stevens. Now into the afternoon slate. The 4.25 p.m. Eastern kicks on the final Sunday of the National Football League regular season. We continue our preview of Week 18 here on Football Full Circle. The NFC North, the Packers, and the Bears, two franchises that hate each other. Chicago trying to play spoiler. Green Bay just trying to win outright as a three-point home favorite in Lambeau to advance to the postseason. Scott, the Packers have had the Bears number over the last few years, mainly with Aaron Rodgers at the helm. But Green Bay has won nine straight against the Bears, including the season opener this year with Jordan Love as the starting quarterback. They have won 14 of the last 15 against Chicago. I have a Bears preseason over seven and a half wins ticket sitting in my pocket that I thought was dead up until about three weeks ago. Chicago has won five of their last seven games. They have covered in five of their last six. They have covered in four of their last five as an underdog. I think Chicago, with so much on the line. Yes, the Packers have more. A win and a playoff berth in store for Green Bay if they can pull that off. But Chicago in an interesting spot, Scott, because the future of this franchise will be charted in one of two directions this offseason. Either with Justin Fields at the helm as their face of the franchise at the quarterback position or with the number one overall pick in 2024, Caleb Williams or any other quarterback they deem to be that first overall selection. A lot at stake despite the Bears already being eliminated from the playoffs. Yeah, you can make the case, right? If you're not a Fields guy, you're winning the battle, but you're losing the war. I, I would think they would go into next year saying, "All right, you know what? We, we it's taken the you know three seasons, but we finally got the Justin Fields we thought we were getting when we drafted him way back when." So, if that's the case, you know, you either trade the number one overall pick, uh, you know, maybe go get himself a big time wide receiver that's in the draft, but more than likely you would trade out of the top spot uh, and then recommit to, to Fields. You know, pick up this fifth year option. It, it's kind of weird, right? I mean. The potential has always been there. Is he really throwing the football down the field? He's running a lot more. Bears defense, as I mentioned before, 20, uh, five straight games now. So it's, it's not necessarily been all on Justin Fields. It's been that defense that's really kind of picked up the slack. So 
Um, it is precarious, but knowing that, listen, you got Carolina's number one. You don't have to worry about your own. That, that's going to be a halfway decent pick yeah. as well. But I still think Green Bay finds a way. You know, I know this is January now, but uh, Matt LaFleur, 18-2 and two straight up in December games. So late in the year, he tends to turn things around. You have that bad taste of last year. You know you're going to get all pumped up. Um, I think uh, Green Bay, it's surprising it's only a three. I, I figured that would be three and a half, four. And, yeah. you know, that is a big difference in the world of Vegas so but I think Green Bay gets the win next up we go to Landover Maryland it's the commanders and the Cowboys Dallas booked as a 13 and a half point favorite Washington is one of two teams around the NFL the commanders and the Patriots that have just one home victory this season inside their own home stadium. The over-under for this game, 47-and-a-half. Dallas trying to get the win just outright to claim the NFC East and would earn the NFC's number two overall seed. They're a two-touchdown favorite, Scott. Is there any chance Washington pulls off the upset? Or if you think Dallas wins outright, can they cover as a 13-and-a-half point favorite? Well, similar spot last year, right? Two teams, same thing. Yeah. Dallas playing for something, Washington playing for nothing. And what happened? Uh, Sam Howell comes off the bench and, and uh, sparks uh, Washington to a 26-6, not even close victory uh, against Dallas. So home underdog seven or more as Washington is. Pretty good spot, 22-12-2 against the spread since last year, uh, including that Washington game last season. And Dak is great as a double-digit favorite, 11-2 straight up, 9-4 and four against the spread I think Washington is basically done uh, I, I do think it's going to be Sam Howell not Jacoby Brissett who was supposed to play last week with his hammy um, Howell up to that great start this season right but it, it's you know, back to being Sam Howell interceptions in six straight games uh, he only has three touchdown passes in those games 10 interceptions only thrown for a thousand yards in those six games I, I think Dallas gets it done I, I think Washington is you know they don't know if they're all coming back next year it's a tough spot for for the commanders I see Dallas wins I don't know if I would be laying the 13, but I wouldn't be taking yeah. it uh, with, say, with the Washington. Yeah, the first half spread for Dallas was a thought, Scott, but it's seven and a half. Don't love the hook. Even money if you want to back the Cowboys. How about the first half Cowboys team total 15 and a half for them to bring it to Washington early and often and then not worry so much about what happens later on in the second half. I think the question, Scott, for the commanders is not when or not if, excuse me, but when Ron Rivera is fired as the head coach. Is it Sunday afternoon? Is it on Black Monday morning following week 18 of this NFL season? I don't know about you, Scott. I don't really see a world where Riverboat Ron is back at the helm of Washington next year. I don't either. Uh, you, you never be enemy. I think they're all going to get uh, wiped off the slate and start new. Uh, new owners come in. They give the, the old regime one shot. Uh, the me, the question is more about Sam Howell. You know, do you bring him back? Did he show you enough at the beginning of the year that makes you think he really will be your quarterback in the future? Or as they got four losses, assume they lose, they're going to have no worse than the fourth overall pick. So they're going to be in a position to draft a quarterback out of college. Um, my question, like I said, yeah, is more is it Sam Howell? And, and then use that pick elsewhere or do you just say you know Sam nice job but you're a backup and we're going to use this to go get Caleb Williams or whoever else might be available 
Yeah, we'll see exactly what Washington has in store moving forward. If Dallas somehow, some way, loses Scott and is upset by the Commanders, then the Eagles would be in line to win the NFC East. They're a five and a half point road favorite in MetLife against the Giants, but we know win probability. We know what the odds say. What effort do you expect Philly to put out there against the Giants on Sunday? You know, interesting little thing I found about Philadelphia, which is nothing earth-shattering here. It's it's obvious for everyone to see. But, you know, out of 11 wins this year, Ben, they only have two of 10 points or more. This has not really been a Philadelphia struggle lately. This has really been a Philadelphia struggle all year. Uh, one and four, you know, on the scoreboard, they've gotten some wins, but they've not been easy uh, by that 10-point uh, number I just gave you. One and four, their last five, 0 and five against the spread, including a win non-cover against these same Giants on Christmas night. Uh, I, listen, I think you're going to get a, an A effort out of them, but I don't know if that's going to be enough to cover five on the road. Giants, you know, play and probably their best football all season. You know, the way they've tried anyway, they've been competitive against the Eagles. They, they really should have, you know, they complete a two-point conversion late to a wide-open Saquon Barkley. They beat the Rams, or they kick a 50-plus yeah. yard field goal. They end up missing that. Tyrod Taylor, uh, back in there at quarterback this week, they announced. He's 21-12-2 as an underdog. You know, he's going to be trying hard. Uh, maybe last uh, game for Saquon Barkley in a Giants uniform. It's a home game for them. I, I think the Giants uh, covering, and I really would not be surprised with the Giants with it. This Philadelphia team's in a lot of trouble. A lot of trouble. How much do they care about this game? They're pretty firmly locked into the five seed right now in the NFC wildcard picture. Again, assuming that Dallas can at least win outright as a two-touchdown favorite on the road in Washington. The Giants only covered twice, Scott, in their first ten games of the year. The G-Men have now covered five times in their last six games, playing much more competitive football here down the home stretch. So that's the NFC East. From the NFC East to the NFC West, the Seattle Seahawks, a three-point road favorite in Arizona. Seattle needs a victory on Sunday afternoon and a Packers loss at the same time while Green Bay hosts Chicago at Lambeau Field. This is part of the beauty of these games with similar outcomes and similar hopes for two different teams being decided at the same time. But only a three-point favorite, Scott, for Seattle against a four-win Arizona team. Does that line seem a little bit fishy to you? It does. Definitely does stink because it's a possibility Green Bay loses to Chicago. I mean, that's not like a, a Dallas-Washington scenario. So Seattle's right. going into this game knowing that if Green Bay loses, they win, they're in. That, that's a strong possibility, or at least a decent enough one where they'll take the game seriously. Uh, Cardinals and Panthers listed as underdogs for all their games this year, albeit by three. You know, Seahawks only have eight fumbles, fewest in the NFL, but two last week. Here's some numbers that I like, and which is why I like Seattle. Uh, after a loss, Pete Carroll and company, 23-11-1 against the spread. Second best coach in the NFL behind Belichick in that spot. And Arizona, uh, for a number of reasons, um, don't play well or doesn't play well against the NFC West. They're 1-13 then uh, against the spread against the NFC West teams, including losing four in a row to Seattle. I, I think Seattle, to me, is one of my better bets of the weekend. I, I love Seattle here. Yeah. 
Me as well, Scott. I bet it earlier this week when the line was at two and a half. Still a little bit fishy, but at least working in Seattle's favor. The Seahawks this year just outright as a favorite, which is what they would need to stay in playoff consideration. Six and two straight up. Three, three and two against the number. Credit to Arizona, though. Not expected to do much this year. By far the lowest win total entering 2023's NFL season. Only four and a half. The Cardinals have a chance to go over it, but the Cardinals are also eight and eight against the number as an underdog this year booked as a dog in every game they will have some decisions to make this offseason as well under new head coach Jonathan Gannon the other NFC West games got is one we have discussed often a ton of backups in this game between the Rams and the 49ers it's Carson Wentz making his debut in a Rams uniform as their starting quarterback against Sam Darnold for San Francisco four point spread in favor of the 49ers in Santa Clara over under 41 and a half what do you like I like San Fran a lot. I use this as uh, my Mark uh, Lawrence two-point special. I got a one-point lead with one week to go, and I'm, I'm riding it all on San Fran. Read some quotes from Kyle Shanahan. Sometimes the with knowledge is the worst thing you could find, right? But I did read him this week saying how it's important for guys to play, and he doesn't believe in rest, yep. uh, even though he is resting Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey. But if that's the mindset going in, he's going to take this thing at least semi-seriously. The Rams, we know Sean McVay. We talked about it yesterday. One of the worst preseason coaches in the NFL, which means that when yeah. he's playing a game that doesn't really matter, i.e. this game, he doesn't care if they win, lose, or draw. So I don't like the fact that it is Wentz in there. You know, I, I don't know if they would just bench everybody and hang this guy out to dry like we talked about uh, yesterday. But, right. you know, if that's his attitude going in, that it really doesn't matter. And they don't have any of the quarterbacks that are healthy. So they, they weren't going to play Stafford. So it's not like they chose uh, Wentz over two or three others you know that have been on the roster and it's been him basically so I like yeah. San Fran line jump from two and a half to four this week and I think there's a good reason why yeah, I completely agree with you, Scott. I think we actually see some points in this game over 41 and a half. Carson Wentz is not out there to just be humiliated by San Francisco. And Sam Darnold, as a backup, can pretty much trust him in this spot. Receiving yards props not out yet, but keep an eye on the number for Puka Nakua. He has 14 or has 1,444 receiving yards this year. He needs just 29 to break a rookie wide receiver record that was set by Bill Groman back in 1960. Just 29 yards. His prop is not going to be 28 and a half. It's going to be up there, but I think Carson Wentz and that L.A. offense feeds Nakua as long as he is out there on Sunday afternoon. AFC West quickly here, Scott, before we get to Sunday night football. Raiders, Broncos, Las Vegas, a two and a half point home favorite. Blaine Gabbert makes his first start since 2018 for Kansas City. The Chiefs, a rare underdog on the road in Los Angeles. What's your best bet in those two games? Well, that's a tough one. Uh, that, that both of these are really hard, right? I, best bets probably would be under Kansas City. Second half unders 14 and two. Fourth quarter unders 15 and one. And then you know I'll, I'll go with the Raiders, uh, even though it's Jared Sidham going against his former team. But since Antonio Pierce took over, they're four and four. Raiders close out with a victory. Yeah, 6-1-1 one one against the number under Antonio Pierce as well. There is some motivation among this roster. Everybody in the locker room says they want Antonio Pierce to remove the interim tag and become the permanent head coach. One final chance to prove it on Sunday for Raiders owner Mark Davis. Sunday Night Football Preview next. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. We got another day of NBA action. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every night a watch party only on FanDuel. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Scott Wetzel and Ben Stevens. It all comes down to this. The Week 18 regular season finale. The true regular season finale to end out the 2023 NFL campaign is in Miami on Sunday night. It's the Dolphins and the Bills. Buffalo Scott booked as a two and a half point road favorite. The over under 48 and a half. Here is what is at stake. The Miami Dolphins have already clinched a playoff berth. With a win, they win the AFC East. If Buffalo wins, the AFC East division is there for a fourth consecutive season and the winner of this game becomes the two seed in the AFC playoff picture. Buffalo Scott has yet to clinch a playoff berth so this would earn them that nod to the postseason. Buffalo a road favorite in Miami. What happens in the regular season finale on Sunday night? Can't believe the Dolphins are actually a home underdog. That, that really is amazing. Trying to do something, Ben, they haven't done in 14 seasons. And that's with the AFC East. That's the fifth longest drought in the NFL. Amazing. We know the numbers. Dolphins 5-12 and 12 versus winning teams. Uh, much obviously better versus losing teams. Uh, one little caveat for our fellow Dolphin fans. The Bills have lost seven straight games against the spread. Seven straight night games uh, against the spread. So, uh, but yeah. I think obviously still win and not covered line was up to three and a half in some circles earlier this week it's dropped down mm-hmm. i'm gonna the dolphins have so many injuries I, I do think tyreek hill is going to play i'm not in love with this bills team the public is i'm gonna go miami they get the win outright And if that happens, Buffalo will know its fate, by the way, by the time we kick on Sunday. If the Steelers win, there will be a winner more than likely if it's not a tie between Houston and Indianapolis. And if Jacksonville wins to claim the AFC South, the Bills could go all the way from number two, Scott, in the AFC in a divisional champ to outside of the postseason altogether within the AFC. So much rides in the regular season finale on Sunday night in South Florida between the Dolphins and the Bills. He's Scott Wetzel. I am Ben Stevens. Enjoy week number 18 and the final weekend of the regular season in the National Football League. We'll talk to you on Monday at noon Eastern time. 
got another day of NBA action. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every night a watch party only on FanDuel. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.